0: Welcome back to the one of nine podcasts. I am one of your hosts, Dr. Andrew Ganong, I'm your other host, Dr. Jonah Casella, and we are with this episode, wrapping up the last of the iron mind uh, series that we've been doing. We've done a couple episodes so far on knowing your why finding your why walking the walk. And then we are going to wrap it up with some final thoughts today as per usual thank you for listening to us talk for 30 minutes and not getting annoyed with our voices mine in particular as i go on rants and jonah too um but jonah we're about to dive into some good stuff today we really were uh we're trying to figure out a good way to go about this last one but i think it's going to be a really unique one in comparison to the other ones we've done so um Joan, do you want to yeah, we'll talk about anything before we get started?
1: Yeah, it, it is going to be a little bit um, unique, is a good way to say it, just because it's it's going to be kind of a couple of different topics to conclude this this series. So it's not just going to be you know directed at one specific thing like we've we've done with the past episodes. So it'll be just a couple of topics. But <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we can jump right into it. And talk about first thing. Did you have something like? that you really want to talk about right away? If not,
0: no, I mean, not really, not in particular. I mean, I think we should start with, I think we should start with consistency because yeah, we have, we've talked about this before and that's why we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on it because we've talked about a lot of principles that we use on our day to day, on a day to day basis and what works for us. And I think that you have to be quite intentional with your consistency and I was talking to Jonah before this and, and even in my head, as I was in the gym today, thinking about the pod later on our generation. And I guess our culture nowadays accepts mediocrity so quickly that like the second you meet resistance, you just want to end it. And it's so easy. Like that's the easiest thing in the world to just like quit and get out of it and say, I'm going to put this off for another time where I feel better. And it's such a toxic mentality that we've accepted as a culture and have not reprimanded or held people accountable for, because then people feel threatened and feel offended by it and saying, you can't force me to do anything, or you can't, you know, hold me that standard. Well, there once was a standard of consistency and accountability and that you kept your word. And these are founded on, on strong moral values and strong principles that Jonah and I were raised to to adhere to, and a lot of our you know our friends are that way too, and it's we've we've lost it, we've lost all of that, and so the consistency is the easiest thing in the world to fail at nowadays, and people just want to quit, and that's yeah. my kind of like my initial thoughts, Joan, um, yeah. and I'm sure you feel the same way. Yeah, I like the quote that
1: complacency kills, too, with this. Because you get complacent with just doing what you have to to get by, and it's so easy to get off track when times get a little bit tricky, or when you know, whenever you're 50 days into 75 hard, and you're really sleep deprived, and you just start like that voice is just telling you to just you've done it, you've got this far, just take today or whatever you're doing, whether it's you know work or, or your relationship or whatever. It's really easy to become complacent and give up or get off track, even for a day. But consistency is, is what is what matters being, and this quote comes from Nick Bear, being consistently good is better than being occasionally great. And I love that. And it's so true because I would rather be consistently on track with my diet, with my workouts. Um, you know, I'd rather be consistently good at those things on a day-to-day basis than occasionally great. Like instead of running a few days a week, maybe like every other week I do a race and it's like good enough where like I complete the race, but I'm not setting any kind of personal record and I'm not, you know, anywhere near the top of the pack or anything like that. It's like, you know, I'd rather be consistently good because consistency over time is what makes you great in the end. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. I didn't, that's pretty, that's a good quote. I like that a
0: lot. I love that quote. I think it's training. Yeah, came up with that. Yeah. Consistency is very tough. And like, it's, I'm not trying to belittle, you know, I, I think when I said like, these are foundational things that we need to be better about as a society and as men and women, but like, there is, I mean, we all struggle with it. Like I said, it's a very widely accepted thing. And to say that I'm free of that is a complete lie. You know, I still struggle with consistency. I think we all do. But um, I think if you care enough about your, yourself and your progress and your, you know, that vision that you have for yourself, then a consistency can, is going to pay off. It means a lot more when you can stay like that consistent, because you know, you're working towards a bigger goal. And that's, kind of why we talk about knowing your why right it's like that helps with the consistency when it's really difficult and it's you're just stuck in the mundane like everyone struggles and gets in a rut with that but i was listening to um something i sent jonah it's like this uh this guy talking in this this song and it's called "Hardest hardest worker in the room or maybe it was a different video but it was somebody talking about You know, giving your 100% every single day is hard. But what's the hardest thing in the world is getting up the next morning and saying, I gave everything yesterday, got nothing in return for it. And now I'm going to try and do this again, except 10% better or 1% better. So it's like with the day, I mean, yesterday, dude, I, you know, I feel like I gave my 100%. But then today I wake up and I'm like, I got to go harder than yesterday. Like, that's so impossible for me. How am I going to do that? But that's what leads to consistent greatness too, like Jonah was talking about. And I love that quote too, because it's like, it's true. Like, that's so hard. Think about that. Like, if you really, with everything you do, you give a hundred percent and then the next day you wake up and say, I'm going to go harder than I did yesterday. It's like, dang, like I got some work to do, you know? Yeah. And imagine that compounding over time, right? Like a year you're gonna set yourself apart from your peers and your your competitors like crazy. No one wants to do that. And we're
1: talking about 1%, right? Like, it's not like we're talking about if you're running two miles a day that you should then the next day run four miles and the next day run. you know what I mean? It's like go an extra step, like just do something to get 1% better every day, whatever whatever it is, right? like work an extra 10 minutes like you're still getting yeah it doesn't it seems very minute in that moment but you're still better than what you were you're still doing more than what you did yesterday and like andrew's saying now you know over the course of a year or even six months like you're gonna look back and be like oh wow like that little bit each day really has has come come full circle now like i can see like how much progress I've made. And it doesn't really require that much effort. more effort every day. Although it does, you have to be intentional about it. Like we're saying and, and be consistent with it. That's the most important thing. It doesn't have to be consistently. Like I said, it doesn't have to be consistently great, but consistently good where you're just getting a little bit better each day. Um, at the very least you're not going backwards and it's important for growth.
0: Yeah. And one last thing on the consistency is I, uh, I think that a piece that's really important to what that, whoever said that was, is you don't, you don't see the immediate results of the hard work. And that's really tough for people in a world where we have everything at our fingertips, we get immediate satisfaction and gratification from, from everything that we do. I mean, with a click of a button, we can have something the next day delivered to our house and so people want the same thing for their life you know when i I talked about this with someone recently about investing it's like no one's patient enough to invest in like long-term stocks and like that's a lot of what my dad does is he does you know growth over five to ten years 15 years 20 years but everyone wants immediate money so they go right into like the high risk high reward trading with that comes a lot of risk and so it's like people don't like the idea of not having the immediate results so it's hard to stay in it and you won't see those results until you're maybe a month in or maybe a year in or three years in like jonah was saying last podcast about nick bear he took him three years to cut off 15 seconds right so that's consistency over three years but you can't wait you know a month to do something or you know you don't have the patience for that and i know we talked about that but you know i think yeah. that's what's crazy is you know people can't can't adhere to the discipline or they can't they can't find the consistency in the day-to-day and the second they meet some resistance or some frustration they just give up and it's yeah. like you need to create the discipline to stay it's, in it every yeah, day
1: yeah and you're it's very true what you're saying about like winning that instant gratification And that's what makes it so hard to be consistent is because you're just not getting that on your mundane, like day to day. Right. And I felt that I think about that sometimes when I'm doing my like longer, um, just like aerobic runs where it's, you know, you're keeping your heart rate low. It's just low and slow just to build endurance and become, get your muscles efficient at running longer distances and get comfortable. But it's just like, you're keeping your heart rate so low that you feel like you're going slow and you're going slower than what you know that you can do. And so it it almost feels like you get into like this tricky um, mindset where you think that like, you kind of feel bad. You feel bad. Like you're still doing the, you're still running like six, seven, eight miles, but like, you're like, I feel like I could be pushing harder than this. Like I'm not getting the gratification of feeling like I've put effort into this, if that makes sense. It's like, I have to like constantly remind myself while I'm running that like, there's a purpose for this and you're not going to feel it now, but you're going to know it six months from now, whenever your heart rate is the same, but you're running 30 seconds faster per mile. It just takes like so much, it takes so much time to build that up, but it's hard to like in that moment, like it's almost demotivating. I'm like, I feel like I'm, I'm worse than I was. Like, why am I going, why am I running at nine minute mile when I know I can do sevens, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's tough to be consistent whenever you're not getting that instant, like, yeah, I did good or yeah. whatever,
0: you know? Exactly. And this made me think of something, Jonah, and to everyone listening out there, <clears throat> I'm going to say a full disclaimer right now. You are going to have people in your life that tell you it's okay to take a break. You're going to have people in your life that tell you it's okay to back off on your goals or your, your, your work, or tell you, you know, you're, you're pushing it too hard. Why don't you back off a little bit, you know, like give yourself a break, cut yourself a break. And that little bit can change everything. If you allow this person or these people to speak that, and you believe what they say, that will disrupt everything, all of the productive momentum. And to bring you back to one of our first podcasts was keeping your circle small, and the benefit of having that is surrounding yourself with people who are accountable to your success as well and holding you to that standard. So, despite you know them, you know you could complain all you want. I could go to Joan and say I, I worked so long, I've, I've been crushing work so much, I'm so exhausted, and he says to me. Nah, dude, just take a break, you know, take a break and back off a little bit, like give yourself a break, you know, that is not as much as I love Jonah for trying to look out for me. That's not what I want him to do. And that's not what he's there for. He's there to continue to say, stay deep in your work. Things are going to get better. You just got to push through it, you know, and it sounds cliche, but the slightest bit of doubt that comes into your mind will disrupt everything. I've done it a billion times. I do it all the time. And it's the hardest thing to fight that, but you have to fight it if you want to continually get better every single day. You're going to have the voice of doubt come into your head when you're laying in a comfortable bed at 4.30 in the morning on a Saturday when you have priorities the entire day and this is your only time to go and work out by yourself and get your stuff done. You're going to have every voice of doubt, your significant other laying in bed telling you, stay in bed with me. I want to just hang. I want to cuddle and, you know, sleep a little bit longer. Everything is, you know, against you in that moment. But it takes just a little bit, one foot in front of the next to be able to get out and, and resist that voice of doubt. Whether that voice of doubt is coming from your own self or if it's coming from somebody else. And you have to look out for these people in your life because that will be detrimental to your success. And it takes only a very small bit of yeah. doubt to creep in your mind that will disrupt everything. Yeah. And it's very important to have, like you're saying,
1: like you're saying, the close circle and especially your partner be like in it with you because <laughs> that's the person that like ultimately really matters is like, and like if they're not in it with you mentally and they don't necessarily agree with whatever you're doing, it makes it really, really difficult. So it's like having like a, like, I know that that's Hannah for you. And that's Aubrey for me. Like it, it makes it so much easier. Like having that person. It's like, when I tell Aubrey, I'm going to wake up early and, and do my run in the morning. You know, she's not like, Oh, like, why are you doing that? Like you really like, that's what are you going to, you're going to do that? Like, she might be like, yeah, have fun with that, you know, but she's never like, you shouldn't do it, you know? <laughs> yeah. But no, I I agree. And that comes back to what we were talking about before we started the podcast. True. Um, we were talking about. How if you, you know, if you're not consistent all the way through and you get off even just a little bit off track, you know, whether that's mentally somebody saying something to you or like, you're just kind of, you know, you're five months into like a two year plan and you start thinking like, um, I don't, do I need to do this one thing every day that I've been doing? Like, is that really, I don't feel like, is that really affecting anything or like making me better? And you stop doing it. Well, picture, you know, that you're you're aiming at a target that's off in the distance that's two years away. And maybe that really, that one thing is really small and it only sets you off, you know, maybe it's five degrees. If we're going to quantify this, well, five degrees now is very, very close to where you were before. Right. But five degrees a year or two years from now, that little bit of distance right here becomes this far from what your, what your goal was and where you want it to be. And so it's, it's the little things and we've talked about it time and time again, that make all the difference to get you to where you want to be in the end and we're not talking about like we're talking about being consistent you know we're not superhuman, right like right now andrew's doing 75 hard so he really has to be like all in consistent all the time but in everyday life i'm i'm not gonna lie and say that every single day i'm doing exact it's exactly as i planned it's you know it's perfect because it's not that's a lie like i would never say that because it's not true like today I had a dentist appointment at eight o'clock in the morning and I'd work at ten and you know the the workout plan that I initially had from like just my every week plan didn't work out. so what am I going to do? Um, instead of just letting that workout go, I'm just gonna wake up early and do it tomorrow you know but that's that's what you have to do, and that kind of gets into like the next part of what we're going to talk about where you have to be able to um kind of st- stop set up checkpoints to make sure that you're not getting off that five degree, off five degrees um, here and there and and make sure that you're still on the right path. Did I drift? I need to realign, you know? And then also what we're going to talk about too is being able to call an audible, you know, when, when things do stop working. Like say that you've been doing the same workout for months now and now you're not really seeing the results that you saw before. It's like, well, instead of thinking like, well, what's the point? And then giving up on it you know, call an audible and feel comfortable with, okay, that's fine. I'm going to change up what I'm doing. I'm going to remain consistent, but I'm just going to switch this up a little bit and try and, and try and get back on track and keep seeing progress here.
0: Love it. Great transition. Seamless transition there, Jonah. Nice and nice. yeah, I mean, that's, exa- that's exactly right. What he's saying. And <clears throat> I think this grand master plan that we talk about, you know, You figure out what you want to do. Next thing is find your, why, why are you wanting to do that? Creating a plan is the next step and then executing and walking the walk, just like we talked about last week. And then after that, you know, staying consistent with it. And then finally, it doesn't just end there. You have to reassess and reevaluate yourself. That is, that is a largely undervalued part of the process that people skip over is we all think about, you know, implementing a plan and staying consistent. And yes, the, the all these things are so important, but are you doing the due diligence of reevaluating if things are working? Like Jonas said, if this is a straight path and you over time, you know, he says it's five degrees, but it over the course of a two year period, you're going to be all the way in left field and be so far from what your goal was. So are you doing the the correct things like reevaluating where you're at and saying, is this working? Have I drifted away from what the original plan was? If I have drifted, was it a productive shift or was it more of like, you just fell out of consistency? And evaluating, you know, plans change over time. You have to be able to adapt to what's going on. In business, you're gonna have to adapt to trends. In your personal life, you're gonna have to adapt to circumstances and priorities in your life in working out, you know, all these different things, accessibility to facility to work out at, or, you know, you know maybe you live in an area that's like extremely, it's like full blown winter and it's like 10 feet of snow. Like you're gonna have to figure something out. And in all these things, you're gonna have to adjust your sales. And that's the most important thing is evaluating yourself and saying what adjustments do I need to make or modifications to help me still be aligned with my end goal, but to be able to adapt to current things that are happening in my life. And that's what this reevaluation process is. You know, what always used to work doesn't mean it's always going to work in the future too. And the adaptability is important for understanding the times that we're in too. People would realize this about social media versus like newspaper or magazines or something like that. Now it's a small example, but these are important things that you have to keep in touch, you know, keep keep in mind as you're progressing towards your goal. And, you know, sometimes people, for most of us, we might not see this on a day-to-day basis or even a yearly basis, but there will be a time in the years come for me, myself, that I can already think about that, you know, you are going to see a change over the course of a decade and you're going to have to adjust. And I'm reading a book now called Your Next Five Moves by, um, I forget his last name, Patrick Bet David or something like that. And uh, yeah, that's his name and really solid book, but it's being able to see ahead. It's like, you know what your end goal is. Like Jonah said, you know, this straight line is your end goal. Are you able to see ahead and predict how this is going to play out? And if not, you got to readjust. You got to figure out what's going on. Am I drifting or am I staying on this straight path? So Jonah hit the nail on the head with that, with that analogy of like that five degrees can compound to a hundred degrees in a matter of month or, you know, a year, two years, something like that. So adjusting your sales and, and modifying is so important to be able yeah. to stay on that. Yeah. And, and to add to that too, is, you know, having
1: the checks, checks and balances as you're going along, like Aubrey and I do that with our finances you know, we, she's really on top of that where she's like always checking like, okay, what, what did we save this month? What do you know, what do we save last paycheck? Can we afford to save more again, this paycheck? Like, are we staying, are we staying on track over time? Sure. There will be ups and downs throughout this, this process in this specific example and in life, but over the course of time, you know, are we, are we constantly growing even though we're waxing and waning a little bit? And so it's very important to do that, to be able to stop, look back, look at your finances. Okay. Yeah. Like we didn't save as much this month as we planned. Like what were we, what was going on? Were we making stupid purchases? How can we fix that to get back on track for the future? And that's, that's like a, an example of what we're describing now with the checks and, and reevaluating evaluating yourself along the way and making those adjustments to get back on track. Yeah. And all this being said, not, I'm not wrapping it up, Andrew, but all this being said is that, you know, over time by being consistent and by checking yourself and, and making sure you're staying on track. And again, nobody's going to be perfect, but that overall consistency and constantly making a little bit of progress over time, you know, by doing that, it gets easier and easier as time goes on to stay on track because you're, you're building that you're callousing your mind you're building that iron mind that iron mindset that we're kind of all you know getting to 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 bring this all together and and so like i've alluded to before over time it it gets easier and easier to stay on track and to be consistent because you've been through tough times and you've dealt with it and you've built resilience over time and so by the end of it you know it doesn't take that long it really doesn't right drew i mean you can you you can attest to that like give it like that long In the grand scheme of your life maybe it takes a year a year or two of being overall consistent you know before it becomes a routine and and habit and where you're just mentally calloused and you almost don't even feel it anymore you know like you've just been so aligned and so consistent for so long that that's just your everyday routine and you can then expand into broader and and better and bigger goals i love that
0: dude i love that so much and it made me think of this analogy of like, I think to myself, I've thought to myself this before, like what if I just, I kind of just like fell off for two years and didn't speak to anybody. And it was just like gritty to the fullest degree was totally off social media, communicated, just moved out of the state and did not talk to anybody. And then two or three years later, I pop up out of nowhere and I just have like a full blown like success story. And I think to myself, like somebody else looking at me while doing that, I know that in their head, they're like, dang, like two years and he did that. Like, imagine what I could have done if I had done the same thing. And you like two years isn't a long time to what you're saying, Jonah. A year is not a long time. Like you can change so much in such a short period of time if you are consistent and you are constantly – checkpoint in yourself and your lifestyle and, and these things. And go off the radar for a little bit. Like Lord knows I did it. I just moved out of the state and then like deleted social media whenever I first moved. And I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm just going to like pop up out of nowhere. And, you know, I loved it honestly, because it allowed me to really just like dive deep into these things and create a, a solid version of myself. And I feel like that is oftentimes like Overlooked because people want to always be on the radar and always want to people always want to be putting their business on the internet and for everyone to see and so To what you're saying, Jonah, I think I totally agree and It's not a long time at all. You can make so much progress in such a small period of time Hell you can make progress in six months if you wanted I'm doing and I look so different than what I used to whenever I started 30 days ago I'm 30 days into 75 hard today. I look like a whole different person just wait till 75 days comes around. I'm going to be like a monster. So yeah, you're going to be shreddy spaghetti by the time the wedding comes around. Dude, I know. And then we're going to we're going to have a good time at the wedding though, because that'll be 76th day.
1: <laughs> It'll be perfect to celebrate. It'll be a great time. Yeah. You know, it's funny about that, too, is that the for the rehearsal, you're still going to be on 75. <laughs> oh,
0: dude, you're right. <laughs> think about That's that all right <laughs> the, the Saturday is what matters though yeah Saturday is what matters so I don't know man I think there's like another phase to it I think I'm gonna hop into after I thought about it like just taking a day off after and just you know obviously enjoying your wedding and then like subsequently just go right back into 75 heart again because like I'm gonna be developing this habit so well by the time 75 days comes around that it's gonna least- be clockwork
1: yeah. Or at least, you know, a, uh, an ex version of it.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I'll
1: I, like that. It. I was like that with the, we're, we're just talking now, but who cares? I was like that with the marathon training though. I mean, like I still run almost as much as I did besides my long runs on the weekends I was doing, like, I just kind of kept going, which I'm glad, just like you're talking about too, because that consistency to get back into it over time is, is going to pay off whenever my next block of training comes around after uh, the new
0: year, it's going to be, I'm going to be dialed in. Your endurance is going to be like next level, dude. I mean, just imagine running a half marathon at, at your training. Like imagine you hopping in a marathon or half marathon training right now. Like you'd be dialed because you already have such a good, you have such a strong foundation right now. Definitely. Yeah. and, like that's, and
1: that's Yeah. And you know, that's after. I'll be, it'll be a year in February that I started training for this Dang, Like that. I started running, like I went from not running at all since rugby in college and undergrad to then jumping in and doing endurance running. And I started out running 10 minute miles and I thought that was tough. And now, you know, I just did a five K and I was like six fifty six. <laughs> like it, it's been, it's that consistent over time. And you,
0: you know, get that
1: progress that you want.
0: My dad's running marathon this weekend. Which one? Marine Corps marathon.
1: Oh, okay. I know another guy that's running that too. Good for him. Yeah,
0: Yeah, there's some guys in the running club that I'm in that are running it. There's a group of them, I think, that they're going. So it should be good. But anyways, everyone, um, Joan, I don't know if you want to say anything else, but that pretty much wraps it up. I mean, I think we sealed the deal with the Iron Mind series. You know we created and talked about a lot of principles that we think are incredibly important to to create a callous mind and to put you in the right spot for success now these just like anything else out on the internet are just principles right and they don't matter unless you put them into effect and you know it takes not creating a non-negotiable mindset for yourself or for whatever you're doing to be able to implement these on a daily basis even whenever you don't feel like it, but standing firm in what you believe and, and the principles and morals that you live by to be able to get to where you want to go. And like we talked about yesterday or last week, I'm sorry. You know, it's not rocket science. It is not rocket science. We are, we are nor anybody else that commits to their goals and achieves their goals are superheroes. We don't have some genetic predisposition that allows us to achieve these goals. We are simple men that adhere to exactly the things that we talk about and we create success out of that. I am not the most successful person. Jonah is not either, but we have done things that have provided good results and goals that we have set out to achieve. We have achieved through execution on the principles we just talked about. You can do it if we can do it. It's not crazy. Just be able to execute and hold yourself to a standard where you can be proud to say that you committed to something and you did it. It's so rare nowadays. Just do it and people are going to gravitate towards that too. So if the praise is what you're looking for, you might as well do it. If that's your driving factor, go ahead and find your why that way. But, you know, people are going to praise you because God forbid you set out a goal and you do it. People are going to think you're an absolute hero. So go out there and get it. Go out and get what's yours. So,
1: oh yeah, it. nicely said. Yep. And uh, I just have one more thing. It's a quote that Andrew and I love, and uh, it's pressure is a privilege. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like you're in, you're being pressured, and and things are getting tough, good. Not you know you have the opportunity to take advantage of that and, and get better. But that's all I got, Drew.
0: Oh, I got that actually made me think of one more thing. I'm sorry, I always do this. I drag this on. <laughs> was it Jocko who said he said, Oh, you're tired, good yeah, oh you you feel like you are so worn out from all the work you've been doing. Good. you know whatever the circumstance is, tell yourself good. And this is another thing a, a similar one was on the quote train, apparently um there was a talk of a a group of guys at a table and tom hanks is talking about um it's called it too shall pass so it's along the same lines of what jocko's saying you know you're in a really tough time and you're really frustrated and worn out it too shall pass these circumstances will pass and i was reminded that earlier this week as i was going into my work week i was talking to my dad asked him to pray for me and he said it will pass it too shall pass and he's exactly right. So whatever circumstance you're in, if you find yourself in something that's really hard to hold yourself accountable and to stay consistent, it will pass. And it's gonna be a distant memory and in coming two weeks or a month or a year or something. You're not even gonna remember that it was just a struggle for you. So that's it, it's that's good. all we got.
1: And it's good cause it'll make you better. That's what he said too.
0: Exactly, so. Sorry, I dragged it on a little bit, but appreciate y'all. Thanks for everything. Thanks for listening. Love you guys.